Shanlin on Batman tonight. We are not talking Batman. We are talking the Wonder Woman trailer. So if you thought that we were going to dive deep into the world of Batman, sorry, I guess I should say. But supposedly Batman is in the Wonder Woman film, so therefore we're like still kind of holding on a little bit, right? Right. So, but I, apparently I'm the one who's like this trailer, so make sure that whenever... Uh, we finished this uh, trailer breakdown. You make sure you let Kyle and Tom know exactly how you feel. <laughs> yep. That's fine. <laughs> so we're going to do our usual trailer breakdown where we uh, we play the trailer once. We just kind of like like talk about it briefly. And then we do it the second time where we, uh, we say like stop or cut. And we stop it for a scene right then and there. Talk about it. Um in depth and detail uh and then the third time we just run it back one final time so make sure that you when you are listening to this episode you pull up the trailer the official origin trailer for from uh wonder woman that is on the warner brothers pictures website they finally got something right they finally put their own trailers on their own youtube channel so that's good um so the reason why we do this is because a lot of the fans love it, and plus it's something that we've kind of like taken from how Roger Ebert used to do things. I know we say this every time, but it wouldn't be a trailer breakdown without saying that. So we are at triple zero on the official Warner Brothers YouTube channel. So when whenever Tom and Kyle are ready. Tom's going to be the one who starts and stops it, like usual. Thumbs right. up here. You guys all ready? I'll take control now. Yep, take control. <laughs> all right, triple zeros, like Justin said. We're going to hit play. Go ahead and follow along with us. Hit play in three, two, one, and go. Looking at the water so, and stuff right now. So from what I noticed is how like beautiful, like everyone complained about, like, all the DC movies, how they're shot like, like an inkwell. Everything is like super dark. It's so bright. <laughs> My eyes are hurting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely uh, no one can complain about that anymore. Why are there more than two shades of color? <laughs> I like the DC and the Warner Brothers logos. How they're uh, like that bronze and it looks that looks interesting and the action looks interesting really like i'm so far a fan of the action i feel like that they, they took that like sort of the battle to be fair line from like batman begins was that where it came from i don't know like that's what kind of happened in batman begins it's like i when they were training when he's fighting with raj al ghul yeah but i just noticed like the camera work and like how beautiful See Chris Pine on screen. It's definitely like amazingly shot. Like it's a very well shot. I have no problem with like the cinematography of this film at all. 
I just don't like this trailer. I like the last trailer that came out. I just don't care for this one, man. It doesn't do we'll anything. Get, we'll get into why you don't like this. No, I know, I know. I'm just. I agree with you on the, the cinematography, pass. though. Some Chris Reeve Superman stuff, I feel like. I feel like that was taken from, like, Superman movie. So, I just like everything that I've seen so far. It looks interesting. The action looks awesome. The story looks decent. Then they play oh, the water. That made me mad. Right, right, right. I like the little, uh, Punch up at the end of the trailer. The sword, June twenty seventeen. All right, let's get back to triple zero. But okay, so initial thoughts. I like the trailer. I thought it was serviceable. There was enough to get me invested in seeing this movie. Now even more. I liked how it was, I liked the look of it. I liked the action sequences. You could tell that there's a like a little tonal shift. Um, there's some jokes here and there. It looks uh, heroic. Just some things that, I mean, it didn't blow me away by any stretch of the imagination, but I thought it was a very serviceable uh, trailer. I saw a lot of people on uh, on Twitter saying, you know, it was a good trailer, but it didn't blow me away. And it sounds like that's what it was for both of you guys. Tom, you told me today that you didn't like it at all. So what, what was it about that you didn't like? I just, the transitions of it and, like, the mood that it sets... It doesn't establish, like, it doesn't establish a mood at all, really. It, it jumps around to a lot. It's like, I feel like it's one of those trailers that, for like a comedy, where they show you all the funny stuff in the movie, in the trailer. And you're like, this is going to be great. And then you go there and you see it. And you're like, well, they showed me every single funny part in the trailer. Not saying that. They show, like, the third. Not relating the funny parts that they showed in this trailer as well, because there's a bunch of those, and I feel like they really went out of their way to show a bunch of funny parts, too. It's like, everything that has been complained about in any way, shape, or form, they're just like, well, here's something, here's something, here's something. It's kind of like a cop-out, I feel. It's, it's starting to feel funky to me. That's, I just... The trailer before this, like the epic battle on the beach and stuff, that looked incredible. I like that trailer, but this one just makes me feel bleh. It, it makes me not... It makes me wonder what the actual tone of the movie is going to be now, because that made it seem goofy almost at a lot of points. Make sure that you find Tom on Twitter at Batman Baseline <laughs> and complain all you want to him. Uh... I, what I do like about this trailer, though, is there was no, like, we don't know what the third act will be. Like, there's no, like, doomsday at the end of this movie uh, movie trailer, which is an, uh, a nice uh, shift. There's yeah. no, like, huge spoilers. Like, oh, my God, they just spoiled, like, the, the main character, like, the main villain. Uh, Kyle, I feel like you were kind of in the same, same ballpark as Tom is on this one, not really going after and liking this trailer 
Yeah, I'm not this trailer didn't really do it for me either. Um, I think my biggest gripe of it is it feels like it's a safe trailer. Uh, I do I do appreciate how Warner Brothers is not really showing all their cards right off the bat. Like they're holding some some stuff for the actual movie release, which is which is nice. I was wish I wish they were doing it a little sooner, but um, yeah, like as far as just the like, overall trailer goes, I feel like there was quite a bit of reused footage in there. They kind of setting up her origin story, but most people are already aware of what her origin story is. And so, yeah, then we get to, you know, just kind of like, kind of uh, get into what the rest of the movie is going to be like. And it's a little, little here, a little here. It's like, it's kind of a, what am I trying to say? Like the tone of it is a little off. Like there are parts that are like, oh yeah, this is the goofy bit. <laughs> Here's a funny joke. Okay. Now we're going to move on. Here's a super serious moment where the people are dying and stuff. And uh, <laughs> that was, uh, let's go over to this other scene here. It's like, okay. Yep. I I see what you're. I see you're, you're trying to show here, but so far, like in these trailers, there's only been a couple of things that have really interested me, and this trailer just didn't really have any of that because the interesting stuff in this trailer was already shown in the previous trailer for me. So, what was interesting about? Did you like anything? I guess about this trailer. Like, Not particularly. There, no. Was there anything that you like? You're obviously going to go see this movie. But what was it about the last trailer that made you uh, like, okay, I'll go see this movie. What, what, what were those things, like the action sequences or? Um, yeah, the part where they're like, yeah, okay, we're going to show you the scale of this movie. Like here's a large scene on the beach with lots of people. And then it would just go over, okay, here's now like a World War One battle section where there's a lot of other people. Like the scale of the movie seems pretty impressive. It's not just small sets and a small group of small, small cast of people like it seems quite big but like yeah this like i said this trailer kind of just showed more of that and nothing really new i want to answer that question too the one what really got me with the last one is it wasn't just the beach scenes in particular but the mood of that trailer made that feel like it was going to be a like a sorry suspenseful action movie the tone that this trailer is set is like I don't know if this is like a like a goofy action movie or a adventure fantasy or it's just it's all over the place. You can keep asking Kyle questions. I'm sorry. I just wanted to answer that. <laughs> um so you're obviously going to go see this movie. So there was there was nothing added new to it for you guys. They're like, all right, like I'm in, I'm game. There's nothing like that in this trailer. No, I'm gonna see it regardless. I was gonna see it when it was like when it was announced. I, same with you, right, dude? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it. Like, look, it didn't blow me away, but I'm like, okay, like, like, uh, it was just like I feel like they just added. Like a few moments here or there, like you guys are right, like they didn't really show us anything particularly new, other than like the training montages and everything. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really interesting, but it felt like we've already kind of seen that kind of a thing, like in Batman Begins. I have no issues with that though, because they're trying to like establish her as a as a character, which I appreciate. Um, I thought that you know, obviously this movie cinematography of it is really interesting and really like sharp and focused and i love the brightness i love the colors you're getting so many different uh different things coming out of it like 
I love uh, Thinscara. I love like the World War One kind of like aesthetic that they have going for it. But it, I I liked it. Like I was drawn in a little bit more. But it, like I said, it did blow me away. There wasn't one thing I was like, oh my god, did you see that? Right. Um, they could have had a few more little uh, newer scenes or something added to it that made me like, uh, that would have been just like, oh my god, can you believe that? Oh, like. Like the BVS trailers and Suicide Squad trailers, they had like that little, like especially that last Suicide Squad trailer, they had mm-hmm. that like that awesome soundtrack, and it felt like whoa, this this action movie, like this one just felt, I, I guess Kyle's way of saying it, they played it more safe, um, is a correct term to use, but I think at this point they kind of have to play it safe, because the trailers that we've seen before that we really enjoyed the movie has kind of come out and been bashed critically. So maybe then playing it more safe, they're kind of keeping things uh, closer to the best so that, uh, so that they're not giving away too much so that we, they, um, things are discovered a little bit, uh, through, throughout like the first viewing, because like I said, BVS, you saw the doomsday, in the third act, you saw um, a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff like Suicide Squad. Or, or like we, I remember having issues with those trailers because there were a lot of scenes that we saw in the trailers that never ended up in the final product of the yes. film. So I feel like this one, they like, okay, so here's all the complaints that we've gotten. Let's hear it. Here's a safer trailer, which is fine. I'm still going to go see it. I'm not worried. Like, I'm not, it doesn't, I'm not getting like any of the worry, some feelings that I did with like Suicide Squad, like that. I was like, ooh, like, um, it just, this looks more like a product of Jeff Johns, which I'm fine with. I hope that this movie plays, plays well, it's received, you know, really well. So, I'm, like I said, I'm, it feels it feels like a cross between Batman Begins and the Chris Reeve Superman. So if we get anything close to that, it'll be a huge hit. So let, I guess let's get right back into. You got something to say, Tom? Even though I don't care for this trailer, I think this is proof that whoever, uh, whomever at Warner Brothers is paying attention to what people are saying because, like. Like it was said a minute ago, oh, it's all really dark. Like it's it's not dark at all. This is as bright as it gets, and then I mean scenery wise at least. And then there's not enough comedy and jokes and like relief in the movies. And like we seen what is it three or four? What three or four? Like supposed to be funny scenes just in this trailer alone now. So are you? I think are you like they, what? I'm sorry. Are Are you worried that they already played, dealt their cards with like the humor factor? No, I'm just saying like there's obviously somebody at Warner Brothers paying attention to what all these fan complaints are and all the critics because I feel like this was their safe trailer, like Kyle said, but it's also their "We listen to you, we listen to you" trailer. You know? See, we're listening. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I I enjoyed it. I wasn't blown away. I give it. I give the trailer like a B plus. Um, I don't. Know, what would you guys give it? C average, 
average. It wasn't like terrible, but it wasn't like, oh, that was an awesome trailer, you know? It wasn't Logan. It wasn't the Logan trailer. <laughs> that that Logan trailer is still hands down probably like the top five trailers I've ever seen. Yeah. The way that they put that's what I we I, we said it before. I feel like on a podcast, or I definitely said something like, "Whoever made this trailer, Warner Brothers needs to get this guy or girl or whoever did it, bring them over there, pay him whatever they he wants, yep, or she wants, and have them assemble our trailers." Just so those trailers were like a minute thirty, minute forty five long. They had amazing soundtrack behind it. They had enough enough to like, ooh, this looks really good. They've got the formula down. Whoever did it, yeah. So, like, I'm tired of Warner Brothers. My my big complaint is this was a two minute and thirty second trailer. They need they. I'm tired of I'm tired of like the three three minute long trailers. You you don't need a three minute long trailer to get move people into seats to see, um your your DC film. Make it short and sweet, two minutes tops. Give us enough. Throw us some action. Give us some funny line. You're in. You're out. Have a nice day. This one, this one definitely felt like the BBS trailer that was like three minutes long, and with the Justice League trailer, that Comic Con trailer that they showed us for Justice League was what three minutes thirty? Like that was a long trailer. That was a long trailer. They need to stop doing that. Give us, service up us enough, tease us enough to like, ooh, I wonder what's gonna happen next. Remember those Spider-Man trailers that they like, not the like the Amazing Spider-Man trailers, but I'm talking like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, especially mm-hmm. Spider-Man Two, where at the end, like you saw. Uh, James Franco pull out a knife and he's ripping off yep. uh, Spider-Man's mask and you're like, oh my god, that happens in the movie. That's what they need to do with these trailers and get us to a point where we're like, oh, we, need, we need James Franco to rip off Batman's mask. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, yeah, I want I'll talk about that at the end. Never mind. <laughs> you you can talk about it now. No. And Are you gonna forget? No, I won't. Steel trap, sir. Okay, so let's get right into the trailer breakdown. Um, Tom's going to be the one to press and play and pause. Yes. And uh, so we're at triple zero. Tom, you want to take over? No problem. All right. Like Justin said, once again, zeros. We're going to hit play in three, two, one, and click. We're going to stop this whenever someone says stop. Stop. Okay. So we're like at five seconds, six seconds. Like yep. how like the the church, like my, where I'm at, they're uh, <laughs> they're on that. Uh, okay. Wonder Woman's looking out uh, with Hippolyta. She's a little like, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Look at like how beautiful the mascara looks. Like you can see little uh, like waterfalls in the back. You see these islands. It, this reminds me of, like Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> and uh like that's that's a uh a do, you, do you know where they uh filmed this movie at because wh- wherever they decided to film the movie it was a perfect choice i'm not sure like first like to me it looks like it's a combination of they filmed it like uh, on a beach and then some cgi but it looks whatever they did they made it look amazing but look, just look at the look the landscape and look at like the colors and how and focus everything, how vibrant everything is what, between the foliage, the water, and the sandy beaches. Like, to me, it is definitely a 
it's definitely reminds me a little bit of Banjo Kazooie and a little bit of Lord of the Rings, just like the breadth of how, uh, you know, how expansive this movie could be. So, and you guys have anything to say? It reminds it? me of uh, the the layout, the background. It it reminds me of uh, a map like on Assassin's Creed Black Flag, almost. Nice. Yeah. It's got that like Caribbean kind of feel, and like the the really really blue, pretty waters, the white sand. I I'm, the cinematography is definitely not an issue with me. I said it before. I'll say it one more time. Like it's not a problem at all. It's a beautifully shot movie. The scenery is gorgeous. It looks great. It, I can't complain about this scene right here. And the reason why I brought, bring this up is so everyone can stop complaining about, you know, these movies being, sh you know, so dark. Like, this is the bright, this is like the brightest you'll ever get a, a yeah. movie. So, like, sunshine and it looks beautiful. Like, it's it, it's literally like they ripped, it, like, thin mascara right from the comic book pages. And boom, here we are. And, like, I like the statues and everything. And it looks like everything's, like, straight up woman and God and, like, you know, like everything. I like the whites, like, and then the waterfalls in the background. It looks amazing. But you don't get better than this. It's like, can we go here? Can we? Can, can I vacation here? So, I'm ready. Though to be fair, you do need the contrast, brightly colored scenery with a, a dark tone of the plot. Like you gotta, you gotta make a balance of those two. That's something DC has been struggling with so far, and they're definitely up in their game when it comes to the, the cinematography and the scenery here. Yeah, you can't like I just like how everything is it's super focused, but it's not like super like close and tight like on them. Like you can see that they are like let's move the camera back a little bit, let's show everything, let's show this world. Which is very very impressive. I'm I'm super impressed with this. Yeah. Alright, so we're at six seconds. We are going to hit play in three, two, one, click. See, this thing right there is like Lord of the Rings, Minas Tirith. Stop. Challenge so, accepted. So like 22, 23 seconds. Um, I like that line where she's like, you are not this woman. So there's like a lot of things going on in, the, in this scene. But they're obviously establishing a lot of, like, the origin of, like, these characters. But also, it kind of, like, for me, when I hear someone say that, like, you can, you do not have the power to wield this. It's kind of, like, taking away, like, it's taking away, like, the pressures of being, like, this godlike character. Because if she doesn't have the power to wield it, then, like, all that pressure is just, like, taken away. But at the other hand, it's, like, is she really challenging uh, Diana to be the strong-willed character. I'm, I don't know. What do you guys or think about does it? does it set the anxiety of why am I not? I feel like I am. I'm going to be. You know what I mean? That could be it, too. Like, don't tell me I can't do this. Exactly. I, will, I will prove you wrong. It depends on what kind of little girl she is. I feel like we'll figure that out, though, because are you at the scene where she's, like, desperately looking at it? Hmm. No, like, my screen's black right now. Oh, we're at a scene. Kyle and I are at a scene right now where she's, like, desperately looking at the sword. Like, the little girl actually has a lot of, 
a lot of uh, emotion. She's got a she got a hunger in her eyes. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I it's a good scene, definitely. But I see where you're going with it. Like it either it either lifts the weight or it adds the pressure, one or the other. So we'll find yeah. out. I like it. I'm at 23 seconds. Is that good for Yeah, you my guys? screen's black. So okay, okay. So you're just a late 23 seconds. So, we all good? Yeah, I'm good. 23 seconds. Click play in 3, 2, 1, click. And I'm liking like the, the, the DC and the Warner Brothers. I like all the gold, yeah. Rock. Oh my god, they actually look so good in this movie. Stop. Okay. I'm at 41 seconds. Okay. Okay. The battle sequence for not being the one. <laughs> the battle sequences of just training that they're showing are pretty, uh, pretty, pretty hardcore, man. Like, wow. Oh, I'm liking it too because, like I said, it feels like it feels like a little bit of Batman Begins, where Rachel Gould is like, you know, d you know, death. You know, what that line where he's like, you know, death comes at you no matter what, uh, and they're fighting. And it's like, it's like you need to learn this and learn that. And it felt feels a lot like Pata's like, look. Is that when they're on the ice? There. They break the ice in the end. Um, I think it's the beginning where he just climbs the mountain and oh. gets in these. Dude, I'm so tired. Can it's I just okay. go to sleep for a little bit? Yeah. All right. I so I just wanted to point out like just how sad, like how just awesome these ladies are. Like they're if this is training, that's like straight up war right there. Oh yeah. So I like how she does that little like little in the mid air flip and everything. I like the uh I it's it's not like a big trick anymore. We've seen it a million times, but like the the time slowdown thing. The the bullet time esque kind of feature that they did with it. It it makes it interesting. Hopefully I hope they don't overdo it, but if they use it to their advantage, it might be a cool little feature that they yeah. use. So I'm at forty one seconds. Let's hit play in three, two one and click. And then she stop. Sorry, gotta stop again. <laughs> Forty-five seconds. Everyone's all like surprised and stuff because she's like boom and she does the wrist thing. Like, didn't she get the armor like from there? I guess we'll have to wait and see. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. No, they, they totally gave her adult size clothing when she was good. <laughs> I like it. I think that it's interesting that they do that because it kind of shows like how powerful she is because it, then it's kind of like the antithesis of what Hippolyta was saying to Diana. Was like, you don't have the power. You don't have the strength to wield this power. And there she is. She is using the power and knocks her right over. So right. I don't know if it was some, if it's like a power that she wasn't aware of. That, that makes sense. Had. I mean, she's going to go run and grab the sword here in a second. Spoilers. <laughs> So, like, like I said, I don't know if it's something that uh, she is aware of, like her powers at this point in the movie. Um, I'll be interested to see how they play that off. Well, the way it looked, like, it looked like it was just a reaction because she thought she was yeah. going to get hit. And then, like, she looked surprised, too. So, it's a, it's interesting at the very least. So, 
I'm at 45 seconds. You guys good? I'm at 46, but one, one or two seconds away is going to kill All us. All right, so I'm at 45. Let's hit play in three, two, one, and click. Yeah, her, like the look that she gives, like she's like, oh, yeah. snap. Whoa. I just did that. And then we see Chris Pine's plane go down, Steve Trevor, and I love, stop. Stop. When she, oh, yeah. When she, when she dives, how like the camera follows her down, but is like super far away, like <laughs> – most of the time when they do that shot, it's like the camera's like super like on her. It's like GoPro, so it like yeah. She, yeah, like it's awesome looking. And like how that follows her into like the ocean or wherever they are. Like it's amazing. Like I said, the cinematography you hear is top notch. Oh, yeah, the shot drops down into the water with her, doesn't it? So yeah, like you see awesome. you see her go down in like how far she goes down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, the cinematography is top-notch. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Just from, like, the trailer alone, if, like, it gets some nominations for, like, cinematography, like Golden Globe or an Oscar. Like, it's really powerful. It's really it's, – it's something that we're – we as, like, fans of, like, this genre aren't used to seeing. We're used to seeing, like, in close capture, like, the brutality of the fight. But this one, like, oh, yeah, let's pull it back. Let's show how beautiful this world is. So – Huge fan of this, especially this sequence right here. Uh, Tom, Kyle, you have anything to add? I'm good. All right. For itself. So I'm at one minute exactly, and I'm going to hit play in three, two, one, and click. Who's this man? What is this? Beach scenes we see. And stop. So we she just where, picked where up are you at? I'm at like 119. Okay, I'm gonna go back to 119 with you then, so <laughs> I can see. When she just picks up the sword, like she jumps down, she sees the sword. Okay. And like she pulls it. So is this supposed to be? Is that like sword supposed to be like, like? Like, uh, kind of like an homage to uh, King Arthur? Is, um, that, is that what I'm getting from? I don't think it's a King Arthur thing. I think it's some more of a, uh, like, a Greek mythology thing. I think it's more like a uh, Zeus. And uh, who's the god of war? Uh, Ares. Yeah. I don't know. It might be something like that. But I'm not sure, because, like, Hippolyta's, I can't remember really what, where she stands in the Greek mythology, but I know she's a demigod of some sort. So I think if you were to know your Greek mythology, you'd probably be like, oh, that's that one sword, you know? Right. But, See, like, I don't know a lot about like the origins of Wonder Woman. Like, I've read a few comic books about her, but I'm clearly... Little- like not the most knowledgeable when it comes to like the origins wonder woman like all this stuff so like going into seeing stuff like this i'm like ooh, like i want to it makes me want to go back and like read her origins read the new 52 stuff read the the rebirth stuff on wonder woman so it suddenly got me interested in the, in the character even more so my apologies for not knowing like exactly what everything is uh, I, I've been reading like Green Lantern lately, Batman, Superman. So, but this movie is making me like, ooh, Wonder Woman. Wonder, you know, now that Greg Ruck is back reading Wonder, uh, writing Wonder Woman, I'm definitely probably should go and check it all out. So, 
So, quick update. We were actually really, really, really on the right track. Uh, Hippolytus' father is Ares. Oh, okay. So, and like the thing, the girdle she wears around her, like midsection, is like a, it's a thing that Ares, like, gave her, but I think it's kind of more like a curse that it's there, kind of, like a, but whatever, that's, but we were, we were definitely on the right track, I think, so. My sense is some conflict brewing there. Ooh. Could be. So we are at 119. And let's hit play in 3, 2, 1, and play. Grabs the lasso of truth, and she's in London. There's a little joke. And stop. So at, we're at like 127, 128, where oh. this is like straight up out of like Superman. a straight trope from the Chris Reed Superman movie where Superman is behind Lois, if I remember correctly, trying to, and like there's that scene where the guy comes up with tries to steal her bag and he like stops it and everything. Like this is straight up that trope. And I love it because I know how much Jeff Johns is a huge fan of uh, the Richard Donner Superman movie from having him work, on work the, yep. uh, with Richard Donner. And so, like, I feel like this is just a direct homage to that. And what an interesting way to do that homage with this being, like, his first, like, official movie and him kind of rewriting the Wonder Woman movie. Uh, so this is definitely awesome. What do you guys think about this sequence? Um, the sequence – sorry, go ahead, Kyle. I think it's definitely showing a kind of a, kind of a reverse role here between the dirt two, like – Normally, and you know, the classic portrayal would be the man saving the woman or whatever. Uh, but in this situation, the the, role, the roles are swapped, and you have Wonder Woman saving Chris Pine's character from the incoming bullet, kind of to everyone's surprise. Uh, so it's gonna be really interesting to see how that plays out and how uh, the two of them develop from there on after the events of this shot happen. Right. This definitely looks like more of a uh, back in the day where women were women's place was in the house, you know? So the fact that the Ooh, woman's out here doing this and, like, word will spread fast within the city, I think, that there's some kind of super woman. A wonder woman. A wonder woman, some would say. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't care for the scenes that were, like, leading up to this, like them going into the city on the boat into the dark city and I don't know. I just, that didn't really do much for me, but I mean, this is the actions, all the action we've seen is spectacular. So, right. My question is why London, why wouldn't they go back to like New York city or I'm curious about the story, the plot points there, because are they trying to show that both these characters are kind of a fish out of water, like Chris Pine, Steve Trevor, like, I don't know, like, it's. I'm interested to see like what story point. I'm sure someone will tell me on Twitter that this is exactly how the origin. Like they both went to London or something. Like I said, I'm not. I don't know exactly Wonder Woman's origin or how you know the characterization between these two characters are. Um, so my apologies for that again. Have you not watched this trailer, man? Like Doomsday's in London. They gotta go. <laughs> I hear there's a Doom guy there. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 
Uh, all right, want to hit it back in? Let's let's hit it back. We're at one twenty-eight. We're gonna hit play in three, two, one, and play. Explosions! Explosions! Fast motorcycles! Boom! Stop. One thirty-seven. Okay, cool. I'm right there. So when she like takes the sword and crushes that like beam, the pillar, amazing. yeah, it, like that beam just explodes as soon as she hits it with her sword. And look how good, like how in shape Gal Gadot is. She's, like she's Wonder Woman. There's no question. So just to see, like we've seen this scene in previous trailers, previous TV spots, blah 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 blah. But to see it kind of like how it is like this, I'm so excited for this sequence in. On the, to see it on the big screen in IMAX, whatever. This is, I think this this is going to be like this. This scene's going to cement it for me. Is like this movie is like one of the like the best action sequence is in all comic book history. I don't know, just my opinion. She looks really fucking good in this, and she and like the how they move the camera with her and how like they set up the shots. It looks really good. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with that. At all. Already? Kyle, anything? I'm good. <laughs> so we're at 137. Let's get this going in three, two, one, and play. Lasso truth up some dudes. Is she fine at that point? I thought that too. She's at least jumping. <laughs> Is she a huge jumper? That's how Superman started. Stop. So we're at like 205, 206, yep. where it looks like she's kind of dead, and then yeah. she comes back to life. Like that to me, look like like straight out of like BBS, where Superman is in in like, space after space. the bomb hit. Yeah. Was I the only one who got that? You know, sometimes you just gotta praise the sun. That's how it is. <laughs> but she looked dead in that moment. That all of a sudden she's like, "Nope, I'm not, I'm not dead. I'm alive." Boom. So I don't know that. I I don't know what's going on. I'm excited to see what ha how this that scene plays out. But that looks so good. Um. Yeah. Yeah. She looks. Yeah. She looks amazing. I didn't. I didn't get that vibe from it, but I see where you're coming from. It is like the same lighting and like the the black background, just the dead feeling, like zero gravity, dead feeling. But I don't. I'm at two oh six. So let's hit play in three, two, one, and click. And then they play the stop. Okay. <laughs> Like, I really feel like they're like, how do we end this? Oh, and just, just, just play the music everybody likes. And just flash the logo. Soundtrack like, dude, we're talking about. you couldn't have used that, that badass sound blip in one of those awesome fight scenes that you're showing. Like, you just wait for the very end and just, like, take a crap on it and just like me it's over 
Like, well, apparently, that like they have to work their way to this music. Like, there's it's not really seen at the beginning. Like, the music you don't hear it so much in the beginning of the movie, That's but fine. they slowly work toward it towards the end. She's not really Wonder Woman. Like, that theme wouldn't be played until like she's actually like full on Wonder Woman. I guess. That's I fine. Guess it's how they're. So I'm just saying for like the trailer, like a lot of people don't have time to sit there and watch that whole trailer. They see that last scene, they're done. They're going to miss that. Like, I just feel like if you have music that was composed by somebody, I don't, who did that, Justin? Do you know? Who did what? The Wonder Woman theme. I think it was. Was it Junkie XL or was it Hans Zimmer? I don't know. Junkie XL. No, we looked it up. It was Hans Zimmer. You're right. We looked it up over here one time in the podcast game, but if you got Hans Zimmer writing an amazing score for that, like, and that's the standout part, and you're gonna use it in your trailer, use it in that amazing scene, not at the very end when somebody potentially might just onto the next trailer or onto the next YouTube show. Go watch PewDiePie or whatever. He you still know, has a show every day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Disney took him down. That's so that that was was that the end of the trailer? I'm sorry. Yeah, we're at two twelve, I think. There's still that uh funny after part. Alright, so we're at two twelve. I'll be at two twelve. Two twelve and uh let's hit play in three, two, one, and play. Oh yeah. I don't dig that either. It doesn't go with the outfit, Tom. What's not what's not to get? I don't dig the <laughs> trying to go through the door gag and I don't dig the the Don't you don't you don't don't you realize that Wonder Woman doesn't understand how to use a door? Like <laughs> You're right. In Themyscira, everything's just an open hole to walk through. <laughs> there ain't no privacy here. I mean, I don't know. Is it just me, Justin? Hi, Justin, how do you feel about that scene? That end sequence? Yeah. Uh, that felt like the, like, it felt like a punch-up that they did on The Dark Knight. Or the Dark Knight trailers were like, where he's, where Alfred's like, uh, should, should I go get the bat pod or whatever? He's like, no, the bat pod in the middle of the day, Alfred. And then Alfred's like, well, okay, the Lamborghini. And that's what it felt. Oh, like a little, the trailer, you know, punch up yeah funny thing at the end of every warner brothers dc trailer so like it it was it was fine i'm not i don't have issues with it but it didn't it was like oh <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> my, my issue with it is they've basically made that same joke three trailers in a row at the end yeah something something along those lines like oh uh-huh, she's 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 kind of like she's not from around here so she doesn't understand how things work it's funny Aren't you guys laughing? Uh, I don't... The tra- trailer doesn't do it for me. The cinematography is like a 10 out of 10, though. And the story looks like it could be good, or it looks like it could be really hard to follow tone-wise. And I don't... Knock out what, this last two minutes and 30 seconds of this trailer one more time. If there's anything that we missed the first time around during that, we'll hit it this time. I'm at triple zero. Me too. Uh, triple zero. I am at the triple digit zeros. All right, let's hit play in three, two, one. Pu-pu-pu-play.
I look so beautiful though. Looks looks like cross between Minas Tirith and the mascara. Yeah. <laughs> looks so good though, like the fight sequences do. Wow, it's been like 25 years. I never knew I could do this. That shot's the best one in the film, in the trailer, though. Yeah. She dives. Yeah, the diving shot. Yeah. I'm I'm glad they got a good actor like Chris Pine. And the beach out. stuff's amazing. The beach, like that was established already, but that globe's interesting. I forgot to bring it up when we were doing the stop thing. The globe in, was with the gas mask breaking was interesting. You see those black soldier guy, the guys that are all blacked out. They have masks like that on. Well, oh, yeah. what's, what's interesting though about this these last trailers is we you don't like you know who the villain is like after reading reports and blah 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 but they don't they just straight up want this okay this is Wonder Woman this is Wonder Woman's movie but the villain stuff like doesn't matter to like the end or whatever like we don't see that in any of these like we don't see her fighting any of like any main villain which right. is interesting it's cool they clearly want this to be about Wonder Woman and not like where BBS, where I thought BBS kind of missed the, missed the marketing gate. Like they straight up, like we're going to show you like the main baddie here. So I'm glad they didn't do it this time around, uh, which is interesting. So I just hope they don't make the villain feel shoehorned in at the end just so that they can have a climactic finish. Like they need to make sure he plays a, the villain, whoever it's going to be, has a substantial enough role in the movie to where you actually care about the stakes that are happening near the end of the movie. But, you know, that's just kind of a dream. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. So there it is. There's that trailer. Uh, do you, did you guys' uh, uh, opinion on the on the trailer change a little bit? Yes or no? Overall, like, I still, for me, it's, it's solid B+. doesn't blow me out of the water. Um. So C, C average for me, what I wanted to say in the beginning that I'm going to bring up now is like, I feel like they're jumping around a lot too. Look how many places in just this trailer that we seen them in. There was a part where she was jumping like into a prison. There was a part where they were like in the city. They were in like two different sets of woods. They were like, I just... It is. It feels like it's all over the place right now for me. It, I, my, I, but I still like trailer wise, in the C range. Kyle, great for you. I would not be giving it a grade. Oh. <laughs> you are. It, it, it does not negatively <laughs> or positively affect my opinion of the movie. So, it just kind of exists. I think it was a solid trailer. It didn't blow me away, but that's just, it is what it is at this point. So. 
Um, any final words on this uh, on this trailer before we call episode eighty four Dunzo? I'd like to see where Batman's going to work into this if he does. But I mean, as as all over the place as they are, I mean, they might as well visit Gotham City for a few minutes. I think that'd be something. I feel like that would be. I wouldn't say it would be a like end like sequence. sequence. Yeah, I'd say it'd be like at the end of like the final like battle between the baddie kind of like how batman begins was remember at the end of batman begins that like, he fights Rachel ghoul the train explodes you see him fly over gotham city then like the next sequence um is about like the aftermath of that yes. so i'm feeling like that's how it kind of be how they'll they'll do that sequence maybe we'll see alfred driving around bruce in the car and they meet up like it's like 20 30 50 whatever how many ever years in the future it is so that's how i'd like to, to see that go down so i guess we'll see said it's it wasn't for me like the trailer wasn't a misstep at all i feel like it could have been a lot better obviously um but if we were to just look at the like the the trailer as is since it's called the origin trailer i think that it did its its job of being like showing you like here's what it is here like come see our movie in june so um i'm excited for it we're all gonna go see it regardless uh, we just hope that it does uh it does well critically and at the box office because i'd like to see more of these films i'm still so. excited for this movie don't get me wrong I really am still excited. I just, yeah, I just didn't care for this trailer, man. I want to let, I want to make sure everybody knows that. Like, Any final thoughts, Kyle? I think that's about going to do it for me. Um, so make sure that you are following us on, on Twitter at Batman Baselap for Tom at looting Kyle for, for Kyle and at Batman Channel for me. Make sure you find us on Facebook at Channel on Batman. Make sure you check out uh, Kyle's podcast, Mouse and Joystick. There, as soon as he gets the switch, I'm sure he'll talk at length. Someday. About, <laughs> uh, Tom's podcast is what again? I have a podcast. <laughs> uh, now there's a couple episodes of my podcast. Hey, entertain me. You can find that everywhere at Hey Entertain Me. Uh, first two episodes are pretty interesting. Uh, gonna get some more here in the future for sure. So I know that sounds like a broken record at this point, but it will happen. And that's gonna be it for episode 84 of Shannon on Batman. Thank you. Yes. I am the knight. I am the knight.